When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, well, a little late there. It's okay. What's going on, everybody? Ah. <laughs> uh, Welcome. I'm okay. Sorry. I got I got I got discombobulated. Welcome to episode eight fourteen. I'm discombobulated. It's the it's the Penn State episode. Central PA, baby. That state college, the Altoona area, had friends that went to Penn State Altoona. It's almost Penn State, uh, Penn they state would say. Altoona? Oh yeah, they got like seventy six branch campuses. The branch campuses are Penn this. State out of control. So you could say, hey, I went to Penn State, Altoona. And then it's like you kind of <laughs> went to kind of went to Penn State. Um, okay. The 814 area code, shout out. And uh, we may talk about Penn State. We, we try to avoid the topic altogether, but at times it does come up <laughs> Penn State. Um, but it really, it's Fargo week. Um, that's why we have David Bray on. He's got a uh, – he's all fire, all kinds of fired up. Actually, he might, I don't know if he's more fired up for Fargo or this incredible road trip he's about to uh, – Embark on with his family, which both Ben. Are you taking both. your family to Fargo? You got to hear this. Listen I, it's, to this. No, it's it's easy. It's simple. First, it's we simple. drive we drive to Rapid City, South Dakota, where my wife is from. From from Texas. From Texas. Okay. It's nineteen okay. hours, no problem. And then easy. I, easy I leave I leave them there. I get a rental car, drive to Fargo, which is just this is a hop, skip, and a jump eight hours away. Then <laughs> really from Rapid City? Yeah, because it's opposite side of the Rapid City is opposite side of the state. It's like you know over there by over there by Wyoming, and then then go to Fargo. Uh, then yeah, then drive back eight hours, no problem. Then drive then uh, spend a couple days there. Then drive down to Colorado Springs where my where my parents live. Then we'll leave my kids with uh, with my parents in Colorado Springs, and then fly to Florida for the NWCA coaches convention, talk Jeez. to some wow. talk some D1 coaches, uh, get, get some good interviews, and then fly back. And then we're all we got to do is drive home from Colorado Springs to Texas. It's just that simple. So David Bray is wow. not going to be home till August 1st or 2nd? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, crazy. I that you know what? No Rapid City that is at least a nice side of South Dakota. So mm-hmm. I was uh, before my 30s I was on a mission to do all the national parks in the lower 48 which meant I do a couple of the crappy ones in North and South Dakota. So one year I did them Ouch. before Fargo with my wife and uh most of South Dakota not not no, South and North Dakota pretty terrible. Western that South Dakota's good, small right? Small part of South Dakota was really cool. Yes, the Black Hills incredible. I, you know, putting a plug in for the Black Hills if you're if yeah. you're the problem is like there's no city close by i mean like minneapolis is probably i don't know yeah. seven hours away denver is like six hours away seven you hours get away. your groceries 
Maybe go to Salt Lake City. You could probably get there in ten hours. I don't know, but I liked uh, I liked the Buffalo. There's some Buffalo at I think it was Custer State Park. Yep. Maybe something like that. Yeah, and then it, I think it was like Deadwood. Yeah, uh, I think it was the name of the town and Spearfish. They had a real cool feel to it. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, it's good. It's a good part of the. Uh, yeah, it's it's the best part of South Dakota. I must. Um, I uh, recently went skiing at Terry Peak. Yeah, wow, Terry Peak's guy. great. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm the only one that hasn't been to South Dakota. <laughs> I've been to South Dakota. I, I did, however, find the Mount Rushmore to be underwhelming. I, I you know, I, I went there and I'm like, wait, that's it? I it's thought a, they were gonna be way bigger. Yeah, it's not that big. It's a lot like what it looks like in a photo. It really is like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, but it's usually like, that's not the case. Usually a photo is underwhelming as compared yes. to the real thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to get this case. information before I book a trip to the to the to Mount Rushmore. Don't don't, don't do it, Christian. But as much Mount Rushmore content as we do, it seems <laughs> like I should probably go. Yeah, we got. I think we got Mount Rushmore mayhem coming up sometime in the next twelve months. Oh, that's coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that an event? Yeah, in the next twelve months. Is he real? Is. is he being serious? Are you being serious? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's an event. That's a real oh, event. One day, one of these days, Ben, we're going to have a, an ultimate bracket of the wrestling tournament names. And, and maybe we'll involve grappling. I don't know if you can it. handle all that alliteration. <laughs> it, there are some good ones. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, second annual. There's mm-hmm. the, but there's a lot of good ones. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe one day we'll My do goodness. it. Maybe I, melee till midnight. I don't know. I can, I can imagine some of the partners may not find the same humor in it as we do. But um, that's okay. I just found Shadron, isn't it? Didn't one of you guys go to school at Shadron State? Someone at Flow? I would never. No, I don't know what that is. Nebraska County regularly competes against Shadron State. Yeah, but it's not way that big of a competition, there. am I right, JD? It's way, no, it's, it's blowout. <laughs> blowout city for the for the Lopes. Okay, so Fargo, biggest Let's Fargo ever, it. David. It is. Is that the case? Biggest Fargo ever. They're adding mats. Yes, they added a couple mats. How? Because last year they had way. Less strict qualification procedures because of Corona. I mean, they. I think they let was. I think that was two extra people per weight class. I believe. Did but, they? But remember, like Illinois brought like almost nobody because their season was just like. Really. Remember because they had their, their like, folk style season like ended in like May yeah, or something. Yeah, June, it was June actually. Yeah, and I, I think there was other stuff like that. But if you look at before that in like 2019 was the biggest Fargo ever. And I think participation was up in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, been, so, it's been consistently up. Plus, I just especially look at the women grow every yeah. year. So that's a big benefit as well. Yeah. No, I just, I thought because last year they, they uh, reduced the qualification standards. Um, so I thought the bigger teams like Wisconsin and Minnesota, probably Iowa would have taken a handful more people because of that. But so how I big is it? Did this year. well? Did they put those restrictions back on this year? They did. Or yeah, they did. They did. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think. I think we may be over six thousand participants this year. It's looking like wow. that. We're on pace. You obviously, you know, you never know until everybody weighs in and, and the brackets are drawn. But uh, yeah, we're we're moving up. Last year, the girls divi- the between the two girls divisions broke a thousand participants. So that's looking nice. like it's going to continue to go up. So yeah, I think. Uh, we're tra- Spay wrote an article about it. He says we're tracking for a 10 to 20% bump in numbers. Dang. So if that's true, then we're not only going to clear 6,000, but we could be looking at like between 6,500 and 7,000 participants. My gosh. Crazy. And it's, you know, what is a participant is a little bit tricky for, for Fargo because a lot of people wrestle two divisions. Multiple. A lot of the a lot of the 16U girls also wrestle junior, and a lot of freestyle wrestlers also go Greco. So um, 
it's not actual human beings, but it's oh. number of registrations yeah. for the event. Oh, that's what I want to know, number of human beings. Well, <laughs> count the human beings. This, you know, but what is a human being? It's hard. That's, that is true. Oh, my goodness. They were just discussing this, uh, Joe Rogan and Mark Andreessen, discussing AI yesterday. I thought it was pretty fascinating. Oh, my gosh. Let's episode, bring Joe Rogan. Uh, that stuff all freaks me out. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't squeeze Joe in today. Yeah. <laughs> We had to send Joe home. He was waiting. He doesn't to come know enough on, about He doesn't know enough about Fargo, so we had to send <laughs> yes. him back. We're, we're gonna try to <laughs> fit him in at some point. It's not gonna be easy. Mike Musumeci, do you know who that is, Ben? He's on Rogan. I know should he's be, one of your uh, one of your grappling guys. Yeah, should be out this week. Um, nice. Anyway, enough of that. Bray, for this uh, for the for the college fans, those are the, the uninitiated, those are. Not on the band, J.D., Bray level. I'm, more me. What are the biggest weights we should be most excited about? What are the storylines for Fargo that, that I should be interested in? So Fargo, I mean, if you don't know, it's it's seven days of wrestling. We're going to have six days of finals. And it starts off with the 16U. So the, the young prospects. Between 16U and junior, if you're a college fan, you should keep an eye on go, – go look at the big board. Keep an eye on the, the people who are on that big board who are also wrestling in Fargo because recruiting has opened up, especially for the 2024 class. J.D., John Kozak, and I have been talking to some of those recruits, and, and some of them are going to be in the mix at Fargo. Um, some, some good weights there. And the, the junior is where you're going to see the commits, you know, the guys that are already locked in for, for your college programs. And um, a decent amount of – graduated seniors participating yes. this year compared to normal i feel like yeah a whole bunch so yeah, i mean that's uh that's kind of when it used to be everyone did it mm -hmm. um you know if we're talking 10 to 20 years ago but it has it has became more and more thin as uh more and more colleges are i don't know if i don't want to say requiring but they're expecting their graduating seniors do come to college so like you know uh Clayton you get White to campus in may or june yeah mm -hmm. yep. he went to college in june and he's not going to fargo but yeah. we have a guy we have a guy cash stewart he went to cal poly and he is able to go back for example yeah some states really seem to emphasize that so iowa gets most of their best guys you know back on the team um and and a lot of those are, are wrestlers who are, have already begun training at, at the respective yep. colleges so um, but, yeah, I mean, a few weights, if, if we want to take a look at some deep ones. 113, 16U should be a lot of fun. Anthony Knox uh, really made a name for himself here last year. He won Fargo. He got the golden ticket, then went on, had a great year. Won it who's number one, won Super 32. Um, he'll be back, and he's got some, some pretty tough guys in the mix there, four other ranked guys. Uh, but I think Anthony Knox is, is probably the, the talk of 113. I do know that – Bo Bassett, who he wrestled in the Super 32 finals, is registered at 120. And I, I kind of wonder if if he'll think about going down to 113. Knox did that for Super 32. He's registered at 13. And then, like, the week of the event announced that he was going down to 106, really specifically to wrestle Bo Bassett. Um, but we did see that final. So I kind of I kind of wonder if, if Bassett's going to return the favor. I don't – nobody's, you know, I haven't heard that officially. Can you change or anything, weights uh, close to Fargo? Like, is there a cutoff date to change? I, I know last year some guys went up going into Fargo, so I would, I'd would i be surprised if you couldn't change weights and go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there is a time at which you have to uh, lock it in. But. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's this early. Yeah. Wait, so this this Barrett Barrett kid from it says from Colorado, but you said he wrestled at. Um, oh yeah, one twenty. Yeah, Farton sixteen and you one twenty is really interesting because you've got three guys that are ranked. Dragon Orin, Marcus Blaze, and Leo DeLuca. DeLuca won Fargo last year at 16U. But then you've also got three of the middle school guys who are going to be in high school coming up. Bo Bassett and Sam Herring wrestle at Bishop McCourt currently. Tommy Verrett was at Bishop McCourt in the fall. He's now in Colorado. And and so we could see scraps that normally you only get to see in the room going down here in Fargo. And, and that could create some really interesting drama there. It's just, you know, a lot of familiarity. Um, and uh, yeah, all three of those guys were were on the same team this year, so that's one that I think interesting. pretty interesting to see. The other 16U bracket that has names that that probably a lot of people are familiar with is is 132. Uh, three ranked guys there: Maddox Shaw, he's stud freshman from Pennsylvania. He he uh, had a great year. Um, Tyson Charmoli from Minnesota, and, and Brock Mantonona from California, all ranked. And um, shout out Brockman. Brockman, I mean, you know. A couple of the, the Mantonona men will be there, Brock Mantonona, and Bo Mantonona is going to be up at, at the junior division. But, yeah, those are some good ones to, to check out at, at 16U. Um, ben, how's how, – I, mean, I know we talked, I don't know, a week or two ago about Wisconsin, yeah. but now that it's getting closer, how are you feeling about the 16U? Uh, I'm stoked. Um, hmm. Well, I would say our, our junior division might be better than our 16U, although our 16U did make the – we made the cadet finals. Um, a lot of good guys. We just had that Fargo prep camp. I posted a couple videos from it. All of our guys training together. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Like everyone else, this is like one of the most fun tournaments of the year. So uh, can't wait to get there and mix it up. I saw you had Coach Schwab there. Do you have anyone yeah, so else? We got we got six college coaches. So you know what? I was talking to Coach Eggum and Bramble, and they, they showed Minnesota showed up with the whole staff. It was amazing. We had Coach Schwab came. We had Coach Poeta came, um, Matt, Coach Storniolo. It's weird sometimes calling these guys like Coach whatever because um, I grew up with them. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of strange sometimes. Uh, Jake Suflone came from Purdue, and then Nick Becker, who's the head coach at Parkside, where we hosted the camp, was the the other session. So we had six sessions. It was yeah, it was awesome. That's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sixteen U is gonna be fun. But I mean, juniors, if you're especially if you're a college fan, like. Juniors, that's the that's the meat and potatoes. That's like yeah. these brackets are insane. Um, one twenty is like the top level talent at one twenty is pretty pretty incredible. Um, Nate Jezaroga, Iowa commit. He'll be a senior next year. Braden Davis, uh, he's a Penn State commit. He's number three. He's going to be a senior next year. And Caden Horwath also going to be a senior next year. A Michigan commit. Those guys are one three and five in the country. So my God, you know golden ticket implications at this weight class and and i mean 120 then you i mean you go beyond that and, and look at the guys that are potential of pulling upsets it's crazy for sure what'd you say ben it's really deep it's really deep past that i mean i mean we looked through the honorable mentions but um the loritsen i don't who i don't think you said his name is number six he's had some really good results at uww cadets um kill curie's obviously yeah. had some really good results so um, yeah, that I'm surprised is to super see deep. Vinny at 15. Obviously, I'm not as I've been aware of his name for some time, but uh, seeing him down at 15, surprising. Couple reasons. I mean, for one, that that bracket is just, or that weight class is is very very deep. Um, he he takes losses though. You yeah. know, he Kilkiri takes risks, and sometimes that means losses for him. He is at NHSCA duels. He lost to Tyler Knox, and uh, you know that kind of stuff happens from time to time for him, but. 
that weight, there's not a huge difference between like number six and, and number 20, for example. So um, 15 probably feel, sounds or feels worse than it is in that case. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty crazy. I, 26 to me is equally as good. I know the top couple aren't there, but um, there are some guys who spent time near the top of the rankings. Uh, so that, that's a really fun weight class too. 126, yeah, I mean, look at this. Number 19, Adrian Meza. He's like the eighth or ninth lowest ranked guy in this weight. He won Fargo last year. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Mason Gibson is, you know, he's ranked seventh in the country at 120. He's in the mix. Kale, or Kale Peterson, Aiden Valencia, Drew Gorman, Nicola Rivera, Gable Porter, all top 10 in the country. Yeah. Um, this is one that that uh, it could go so many different ways. Uh, any Anybody from Peterson to Meza could win this weight and and it wouldn't surprise me at all and it it's kind of similar i know we're hopping around a bit but 195 is super deep in terms of like rank kids too but i feel like at 195 uh there's a clear like one two three guys Mm -hmm. who are probably the favorite at 126 like you said there are like eight guys who legitimately could win and it would not be very surprising yeah, I mean, the wins in this bracket are – yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Nicola Rivera, he's number nine, but he had a win over Nate Jezaroga this year, who's who's number one at 120. Um, Drew Gorman is, you know, a young guy from Georgia. He'll be a sophomore next year. He's got a win over Mason Gibson this year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen because all these guys are really good, but, but uh, they're also somewhat vulnerable. Nobody here has just kind of been the guy over and over yet. So – don't know what's going to happen at 126, which makes it really fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, nice. 132 is another one where, like, you got four guys in that weight that are ranked in the top four in the country. Um, yes. And and I really don't know for sure what's going to happen here. How do we got two number threes right now? Someone's at the wrong weight class or something? Yep. yep. Yeah, so Corey Land's ranked at 126, but he's wrestling 132. Kale Hughes and Cannon Webster. Kale Hughes, Cannon Webster, Vincent Robinson all met at Junior Duels. Um, Hughes beat Webster there, so so that's why he's up to number two. But another wake where I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It could be could be could be any one of those guys. I kind of think Corey Land probably is the favorite, just given his uh, really his, his, well his Junior freest- Hodge winner. He did win the Junior Hodge. He's just his freestyle and Greco. He won the Junior Hodge, good. Ben. Stop! Don't take it from Just, him. He, he, I know he, what you're trying to do right here. No, he did. He did win it. Listen, I know he won the damn award. Christian's trying <laughs> to make the point that he may not have been the most deserving, given the fact that if you look at Flo's pound for pound right now, I don't believe he's very near the top. Well, those would be your words. No, those are facts. He's not near the top. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, so I think I mean, Hughes had a really good junior duels. Webster always impresses me. Also, mm-hmm. um, you know he's been really good. The Grigor kid from California. Um, I guess I've seen some performances on, he's kind good. Of on both sides, uh, he, but he's had some really impressive things. At, I think it was, I think it was UWB Cadets. He looked really good in the few yes, matches I watched. Um, and then, dude, no, it uh, was it was it was UWW Juniors. juniors. Junior, yeah. Juniors, yes. That yeah, was, he was, that was he it, was huh? fifth fifth at UWW Juniors. Yeah, that kid Grigor Chalakian, like in in freestyle and Greco season, his ranking goes up, and then and then folk style. It's I don't think is probably his first style, um, but freestyle and Greco, he he does really well. 
Uh, he was yeah he was he was fifth at UWW Juniors, um, which is man that's very tough to do especially I mean he's just a sophomore he's yeah. gonna be a junior in high school next year. Yeah, uh, and then I'm biased, but I think you know I think Grayson Clark. Uh, he took a few losses to highly ranked guys at junior duels, but I think uh, he's got a lot of really good freestyle skills, so he can do well too. Kale Hughes had himself in the opposite. He had himself at junior duels, and I think he's that's probably fire. why he's up at all the way up at number two. Yes, David. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he beat he beat Omar Ayab, Evan Frost, and then Cannon Webster was the the biggest win. So he moved from eight to two, and um, you know a lot of a lot of parity at this weight. Uh, but but yeah, Kale Hughes is wrestling really well right now, and so this this is gonna be a fun one. Uh, man, there's so many good weights of this in juniors. Um, well, here's what I want to know, David. Yeah, where where are you looking? What weights have golden ticket implications? That's what I want to know about. All right, where, how's who's number one? Because it's, it's, well, uh, can I? Because on one on on so we can see the rankings, right? But we can't see which one's on here, and I, I definitely don't have them memorized. Which ones are seniors, so which ones are out after this year? Because I believe post-Fargo, you guys take all the seniors out on the rankings, correct or no? Yeah, yep, exactly. So okay. so there, there are big-time implications for who's number one. I mean, 113, 16U, Knox is, is ranked number one, so he gets it done. You know, he's, he's in, right? If he wants the spot, mm-hmm. he's got it. 120, Jezroga's number one. If he wins, he get he's he's in. Um, 26 is a weight where a lot of the a lot of the seniors, you know, are gonna are gonna come out of there, and so they're they're definitely um, 26 definitely could be could be some uh, some golden ticket ticket implications. A lot of these weights, really, honestly, 32 definitely. Um, Nick Buzakis is number one, so if he comes out, then it's like Hughes and Webster are, are currently the next two guys. Um, 38 is 26. Yeah, the top three are all seniors at 26. Yep. 38 is is another one where Mendez and Crookham are going to come out. So Nasir Bailey is the the next gap. He won Fargo last year. And if he does it again, right, he's going to be kind of the next guy in there. Um, One thing that's going to be really fun at at 138, when Spey pulled this all ranked list, Emilio Isagere was not in the bracket, and he's obviously not a who's number one contender because he's going to Arizona State next year. But that was the Fargo final last year, um, so that one could be could be super fun. But yeah, definite um, who's number one implications at at thirty eight. Um, not at forty five. The the top guys aren't there. They're they're uh, wrestling in the U seventeen world team. Uh, Fifty two with Chittum. Forty five. Yeah, Kasich and who? Adams and Joel Adams. Yep. Dang, but has okay, so I guess they were the cadets. Has Caleb Larkin lost to those dudes, or why is he ranked below? Because Caleb Larkin was he was junior division, correct? UWW junior. Oh, he's graduating. I'm an idiot. Yeah, Never mind. yeah, he's graduating. Uh, okay. But yeah, so so no no implications at 45, um, 52. You know, Chittum's right now the the next guy up. Next guy ranked below him is uh, Meyer Shapiro. He's not wrestling at Fargo, That's but. Fun. And yeah, Joe Seely. That's somewhere you guys feel like you should do a, a three-way round robin or something. I wonder about that. I also think Joe Seely may be moving up to 160. Um, uh, okay. But but even then, I mean, if Seely's up at 60, look at the group there. I mean, you've got Angelo Ferrari is going to be number one. He's not going to Fargo. He's Nico wrestling. He, it feels like he hasn't wrestled in anything lately. He hasn't wrestled in a little bit. He's been – I got a chance to talk to him about his recruiting process, and he's like – He's super focused on lifting right now. It's what he wants to do. He loves to lift. Um, Shocking. 
He, yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's got it. He told me he's got his deadlift up to 455. So he's got a ways to go. He's got a little ways to go. Um, wait, so when's the last thing he wrestled in? Because obviously I know he had a good Super 32. Um, he's no, I'm, the, I'm biased here. I'm looking for my guy Skulls to move up a little bit. Um, Skulls has a big opportunity to move up. Skulls he, had a great uh, junior duels, except he got stepped over on a gut by someone. He beat four ranked dudes, but he got stepped over on a gut by someone who wasn't all that great. We should ban that. Did he get... Yeah, he got he he yeah, is that what what they got they got reached back right when he tried the gut? Yeah, he always stepped yeah, I stepped over him if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, that was um, a long loss. So uh, when was the last thing that Ferrari wrestled in? So the last thing Ferrari wrestled in, I think, was the Oklahoma State tournament. He he had Dang. the benefit he had the benefit of being in um, was crazy at Oklahoma. Crazy John Wiley and Jordan Williams. Yes, which dude, that's that's insane. Uh, but yeah, no, he hasn't. He hasn't competed since then. Someone asked Keith Gothard, not just someone, Keith. Keith, he says, "What's up with the Ferraris in Stillwater?" Uh, in your rumors, you talked to Anthony recently, right? Talked to Angelo. Yeah, Angelo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Ferraris are—they're not planning on leaving Stillwater anytime soon. Angelo's pumped about the the team there. That, that team, Stillwater High School, has just continued to get more move-ins and get deeper and deeper. AJ Heeg is moving in. He's an OU commit, but. Going to Stillwater High School next year, and then Barrett Jordan defecting from St. Paris Graham. Barrett Jordan, he's been everywhere. Cause wasn't he uh, Arizona kid? Yeah, he's from Arizona. From Arizona. I, I, to is he Paris really Graham. still at 106? He hasn't competed okay. above 106, but he will be moving up. That's crazy. Cause I remember during the Corona, we hosted that tournament during Corona. It was like the first one back. And he kicked one of our 106 pounders butts, who was pretty good. And I was like, damn, who the heck is this kid? He's freaking good. And then, you know, sure enough, I think he did well at Super 32 after that or something like that. But I, I mean, we're two years, almost two years later, and he's still at like 106. It's crazy. Yeah. Probably, probably hit him with that carry. He's got a really good, he's got yes. a good carry. Yes, he does. Yeah. He, he, went, he went 113 for Super 32 last year, but then he dropped back down to 106 for the Ohio season. Mm -hmm. That's a rare move. Normally, you see the bigger cuts for Super 32, then you go up for in season. Yeah, it's the day before at Super 32. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's yep. like the mm -hmm. opposite. Yeah. Okay. I had a few people uh, texting me, Christian. Um, said like, if Piles thinks he can do mad side wins, I'd like to see him run a tournament. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it would, it would not be director Piles. Honestly, the the. Um, the feedback for that was like so overwhelmingly positive. I was yeah. really surprised. It if there's was like, if there's any tournament to try it out, it's Fargo. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the easy one to start with. I mean, I just think there's a total lack of imagination Wait. or uh, such low self-esteem hey. and belief in yourself if you don't think you can pull this off. Yeah. Hey, Bray, didn't um, didn't um, Skull just beat up on Ruiz at? Uh, Juniors, or am I forgetting? I can't freaking remember what the. Um, uh, no, he, Skulls beat so at. Oh, at Mason Gibson. Oh, Ruiz beat, lost to Mason Gibson. Oh, move him, move, move Ruiz down. Well, he, yeah, and I know. And then I know Skulls Sk called Mason Gibson, or no, not Eric, Mason, um, Eric Gibson. Yeah, but Eric yeah, Gibson. but but look, here's the problem though. That's, Nico Ruiz also at the same tournament he beat Aiden Riggins, he beat Derek Fields, like so. It's that one was of those the backs, bro. You count those. My guy makes the finals. You got to move up. Well, no, I don't. That's not, I mean, that's just. Not what do you mean, no? Goes. He made the finals. The other guy did. He, he didn't. He wrestle, tech the. He, he didn't wrestle the guys Eric that are ahead Gibson. of him. 
Well, he tech balled Eric. Listen, it's not his fault that Nick Garua's lost first round, and then he tech balled <laughs> the guy that Nick Garua's lost to. That's yeah. not his fault. How are you going to hold that against? I'm not. I'm just trying to look at the whole picture, right? Because look at the. I mean, so he's so the, talking about Ruiz. He's got the wins <laughs> over Aiden Riggins, Derek Fields in that event. Then I was because he was in the wrestlebacks. <laughs> then he beat he beat Derek Fields again. Um, previously at, at juniors, he's also got wins this year over guys like Killich. Uh, he's he's got two wins this That's year over two wins oh, well, this year well, over Joe Seeley. Like just right, complete. That's pretty good wins. Yeah, two two pretty good two wins. So two wins. He yeah. did get whooped by Mitchell though. At uh, it wasn't very competitive at uh, Journeyman. Congrats on your Pan Am Gold, by the way. Yes. Hey, hey listen, that tournament was uh, not very competitive. I watched it. You have to say every not good men's freestyle medal, gold medal. <laughs> Thirty-two and zero. Not, not good wrestling, guys. It's a shocker. I wish I would have. I wish I would have paid attention to how many matches went the full six minutes. I don't know if it was any. Not a lot. Yeah, it was not a lot. A very small number. Do you make Mitchell grow his hair like you? I I don't. I'm <laughs> committed. He might he might be that? getting a perm. I don't know what his deal is. You don't know, Ben. No, this I'm is this sure. is how it starts. You know. Yeah, actually, I just looked at the Kale thought, Kale crap. has a whole bald coaching staff almost, except for Cody. He's the defiant one. <laughs> so now, are you? Are you? Because we all know you want uh, you want that Kale secret sauce. Are you having okay. your best wrestlers emulate your hair? Well, Keegan. That means Keegan needs to get a perm too. Well, and I'm just, I'm not saying, but I, I heard he had an internship at a, at a salon. Nice curly, curly bunch of locks. But no, I don't think, no, we don't have that many guys who have curly hair, unfortunately. Okay. Kekaisen's going to be the one yeah. that looks really different when he gets Yeah. Out. If he, he's a. Uh, he's going to look he, like Kale a little bit. He's fighting an uphill <laughs> battle. <laughs> to, to get oh, the, Parker. To, to we love you, buddy. We're sorry. Listen, Parker can clear out Chris. this whole room in about five seconds. Uh, he's the man. <laughs> That's uh, okay. funny. It is indeed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're gonna move skulls up, got and there was down. We're moving well, skulls up. Well, here's the thing, that that bracket is or that weight is one where, like a four man might make sense if Sealy moves up too. You know, um, that's a good weight. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Fargo. That weight's not that deep actually. At no, 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 no. Because it's I'm gonna be. It's it. gonna be after the seniors come out. It's gonna be like the top four in that weight would be right now. Uh, Ferrari, Ruiz, Sealy, Skulls would be the, the top four. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, so we'll see. Not, and there's not that many at Fargo. It's only Ruiz, uh, Riggins, Skulls, Abden, Schubert, and Michael, Michelson. Yep. And, and you got a couple Fargo, seniors so. in there with Riggins and Abden. So yeah, um, they'll be out. 70, hmm. 70 has who's number one implications for sure. Uh, yeah. Right now, the number one guy is not going to be there. Uh, Braden Thompson. Had, he had a great spring. He didn't have a ton of high school results because he was wrestling on the senior level for a lot of it and then and then made the junior world team. So he's going to junior worlds instead of Fargo, which I think is a pretty good substitute. Um, and uh, But Rocco Welsh and Josh Barr are, are both going to Fargo. And um, so Welsh, I think, has gotten the better of that one in the past, but uh, that could be that, – that could set the stage for, for who's number one for sure. Yeah. Um, that would – Yeah. Very a lot of Fargo also. heat, dude. It's um, gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Ben, did any special callouts for uh, for for AWA or any special predictions? 
yeah, I already talked about all my guys that are that uh, we we I don't I don't want to call them out specific. If we were talked about their weight class, I talked about them, and if not, then uh, I get we'll it. just leave it at that. Yeah, you don't want to put pressure on the kids, so why don't you just tell? No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Unless I don't want to start calling some of them out and say they do well, uh, and then forget about other people because there's a lot of them. So I'm sure I'll do that. So I don't want to do that. Well, why don't I'm you just, just tell us? Oh, just geez. well, just tell us which ones are your favorite. <laughs> just, just do that. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> right, I guess he's not. Kind of evasive. Uh, well, hold on. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this one. All right. Uh, we'll talk about two highly ranked guys. If if Mirasola beats Rogatsky and Sinclair wins, can we do an all AWA? Who's number one? Man, I don't. Let's. I mean, what's the history between Sinclair and Rogatsky? That's the question. They've never competed, I don't believe, because Sinclair's—he's young. He's, he's still 16U. I know, dude. He's a puppy. It's what a beast! Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, we were—you know—we were looking at. Um, he's a—he'll ju- be a junior this year. Yeah, yeah, he's young for his grade. Oh my gosh! We don't do those Pennsylvania holdbacks or Ohio or we, a lot of those other eastern states. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's—I don't think it's a—I don't think it's any particular state. Is a you know it is it's ge- it's geographic specific really but he's for he's sure not, 100 yes. he's not just not held back he's also i mean like also young for the grade because we young were looking for his grade and not held back yes we were looking for we were looking at uh the guys on the big board like in the top 30 for the class of 2024 who are going to be in fargo and only two of them of the guys that we haven't talked to yet about the recruiting only two of the guys that are going to be there are in the 16u division he's one of them mm. um, who's the other one uh, Brock Mantanona. Oh, nice. Brock yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How dedicated is he to winning if he doesn't hold himself back? <laughs> That's the question. That's where I'm uh, at with, with this, this Aiden Sinclair fella. Okay. Well, let's move on from Fargo. I'm sure we'll talk more Fargo. Um, David will be there. When do you get there, David? When do you start your trek? I start my trek tomorrow, but but we get there. Uh, I'll get there Friday. Friday. I'll be there, I'll be there Friday, ready to react to some brackets. Okay, just in time for that. Ben, when do you get there? Uh, let's see. So I go Thursday. So Thursday morning, I go to the Wisconsin camp, so I can't be on the show. And then we go. I think we go Friday because so yeah, because the cadets go Friday because they weigh in Friday night and then they wrestle Saturday morning. Yeah, so Friday. Copy. Okay. Hey, before we jump off oh, Fargo yeah. train, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta yeah. make sure I point out I got my 2002 Team Colorado Fargo warm up on here because I was wait. Let me see this. Look at this baby. That drip goes crazy. This you is, could, yeah. you could probably trade that for crazy money out there by the the Simla oh traders. <laughs> I remember I talked to this guy on my college team when I got to college. Like, yeah. like hey man, did you get cool stuff when you're in Fargo? He's like, no, only the terrible kids did that. I was busy wrestling in the, <laughs> the metal match. I'm like, oh crap. Bust, yeah. <laughs> I did so many singlets, bro. Really? Yeah. What was the best one you got? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's been so I, – I gave them all – you know, it's one of those things where I gave them all away because I got this bad habit of, like, I hate keeping stuff. Um, yeah. I'm like an anti, anti-hoarder. Oh, wow. And now really? I wish – oh, yeah, I hate it. My wife gets so mad at me. Like, anytime – say she takes the kids to Kansas City like she didn't see her grandpa. Today, I'm, just th- I'm just throwing stuff away. <laughs> hoping she doesn't notice. Wow. I love it. I got I got one. Come to my house. I got one. Uh, when I, I traded for a Team Texas one back then, and it had that like the actual like Texas Longhorns logo on the back, like huge. Definitely, they did not license you know get a licensing agreement. They just That's did good. it. So good old days. I, I got one of those. Um, 
think that might that might have been yeah, my there, favorite. There one. was some way more. Um, so I feel like there wasn't as, as much regulation around singlets uh, back in the day, so you saw a lot more uh, flamboyant. Oh, outfits, Oregon! You know, Oregon really got it. Oregon, got Oregon trouble. Up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Why? <laughs> I, it was. Um, there was innuendo on the uh, on their singlet. There was. Yeah, it was like 2014 Are, or 15. Oh, I'm talking about like my era. It's Oregon, Oregon had some really cool singlets, uh, mm -hmm. like 2001, two, three, those years. Yes. Bill, here's this. Bill Crum, this will be my 44th juniors. I might have a shirt from wow. 1977. Wow. What a beast. I would love to see it. Um, yeah, if you can find that, bring it to the He's even got now. Jason Bryan, Pete. He's, I mean, oh, got him crushed. Uh, close. Gotta have a crush. Jason Bryant's not even 44, I don't think. Ben, you remember back then uh, the the Hawaii singlets, the floral print? print everybody wanted one of those. Oh, and, those are sick. Yeah, when Travis only, Lee won. Yeah, and there were only like 10 guys on the team. So, like, you had to, you had to yeah, really, you know, done. to land one of those, you had to be like on it. <laughs> it definitely won't fit me. Well, 44 years, that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. Shout out to you. I have a hard, I do have a hard time getting rid of like, uh, like I can't get rid of like Buffalo Gap shirts. I just can't bring myself to do it. Christian, yeah. come on, dude. I have a very specific, very specific uh, hoarding. So if you actually look at my closet, I'm I'm trying to get my wife to get rid of some stuff. But so we have a, you know, we have a relatively large size closet. But then on the one Flex. wall, um, <laughs> there's a there's a shelf, right? And there, you know, it's a, it's a thing. There's a whole bunch of shelves. I'm, I'm aware so of what a shelf is. All yeah. this hanger space here and here and here you've all hangers i have zero of it i only have so i used to have four shelves right and now my wife started invading i literally have two shelves of clothes That's what do you put I where do you keep on the world. shelves i have t-shirts on one shelf and then mm -hmm. the other shelf i have uh some shorts and then i only own wear one pair of jeans so you know some people try to roast me and they're like i, I are you always wearing those jeans i'm like yeah because i only own one pair of jeans what are you gonna do about it and then I own two pairs of sweatpants. Um, you only and, have and two pairs own, of sweatpants. That's it. Two pairs, and then I have three pair. I have three pairs of Rudas. Rudas had the nice. Um, I don't recall what they're called, but they were gray shorts. And I'm like, hmm, I like these, so I'm gonna take a couple of them. So I took a couple of them when I was at the Rudas headquarters back in like 2015. And then those low lifes at Rudas, they never made anymore. I'm like, guys, <laughs> listen, I don't buy clothes, so I'm so reliant on you guys to make me clothes. But also. They don't make uh, sweat shorts. So actually, for the my first clothing purchase in many years, I bought some. I had my wife buy me some sweat shorts because UFC gave us some when we were with them, and they were very comfy and they had pockets, so I could wear them around casually. Because my Rudis workout shorts don't have pockets, so I can't I can't take them places. Yeah. I don't I'm a big fan of the sweat shorts. You know? You'd be you'd be amazed so, what JD can do with a pair of sweatpants oh, and yeah. a pair of scissors. <laughs> He's got, I've been he, trying to get Rudis to make sweatshorts and they won't do it. I don't J, know what their JD problem just takes is. The they make sweatshorts. JD, JD takes the scissors to them and they're good to go. Ben, uh, then the, you look all trashy though because they don't have the hem bottom. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's not going to stop him. That's his aesthetic. He's just, he looks. I, I love fashion. Look it up. I let this guy uh, in. Uh, I let this guy into the to the office today. I said no. The construction project's too too down. <laughs> and then it was JD, <laughs> and I had no idea. Yeah, he's got the work boots uh, and everything. It's it's gonna be like 107 today, and and JD's wearing jeans. Well, I rode the bike this morning. He rode so. the, uh, the hog, the as hog, it, as it were. Um, <laughs> we're still one day gonna have you ride that into the studio. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe uh, maybe on like a yeah. 
I, we need like a last day of school type of scenario when we're, we just don't have any reason to care about something. So right. It's it's a uh, it's a long time coming. You know, Keith Gothard says he doesn't even own a pair of jeans. So, um, wow, he's got even hey, been he's, beat. He's strike, Keith Gothard strikes me as one of those guys who will wear shorts wear even shorts in the middle all of winter. Year round. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's a Kyle Bradkey. Yeah. And he, he, I know he's he's a big yep. guy. He's a heavyweight fan. A lot of times it's the big guys that just short it up. They can't around. have their calves restricted. They hate it. They hate it more than anything. But they need their knees to don't actually have true with the sleeves. Yeah. Keith's got a Keith's so got guys, a mail route. You want him to you want him to deliver mail on something other than government issue shorts? Get out of here. Yeah, beat it, nerds. <laughs> Not wearing jeans. I like I like that Ben called his uh, sponsor low lives. That was a, that was one of, among the wilder moves. They won't make these I don't make. Hey, listen, you know what? Last time they I should get into the mass not. production of sweatshirts. You didn't write that into your contract. Me. I was there. You gotta redo I that contract. In, uh, I was there in October at Ru the Rudis headquarters, and I was complaining because they hadn't made casual sweatpants yet. I'm, and I've been bugging Jesse forever, like Jesse, make me some not not the ones with the tight ankles for working out. I need some casual sweatpants. Listen, I want to wear Rudis. All all my clothes, underwear, socks, all Rudis. Just make me some sweatpants. I don't want to buy any clothes. Do they make and, underwear? Yeah, they did. They're, they're, they're really comfy. They did a good job. And they actually have really comfy socks right now, too. P.S. And they have running shoes. They have not made. They also haven't made my flip-flops yet. Yeah. They made, they made some slides. I don't not think flip -flops. I don't think the kids are wearing flip flops these days. I, I think, think well, I think that's a, that's a big obstacle. I think those Hold are. Hold on, I had, a, I had a story here. Okay, sorry. I had oh, a yeah. story here. Guys, so then they're like, "Well, hey, just go do this photo shoot or something on, um, on you know whatever." I, I we were hanging out, and he's like, "Okay, hey, go do this photo shoot or whatever. You got to do something, you know." So I wander in there in the in the photo shoot booth, right? And then they have like a couple racks of clothes. I start digging through, and I'm like, "Wait." These are sweatpants with a pocket. They look real casual. And I asked the person. They're like, oh, yeah, we make those. Like, How come Jesse didn't tell me they make those? Oh, and so then I found hiding? I found both pairs they had, and I took <laughs> I took them. <laughs> I didn't even ask any questions. I put them in my backpack. I'm like, I'm going to take both of these. This is this is the entitlement of celebrity in, yeah. in America. <laughs> they just see something, and they assume it's theirs, theirs to take. <laughs> Well, listen, you know, like they didn't even Jesse didn't even know they existed. So then, if he if I took them, he wouldn't know they're gone because he didn't know they existed in the first place. Yeah, no yeah. harm, no foul. But they were really comfy. They were very, very comfy. So I was so happy that they made them, even though they didn't know they made them. They didn't even that's, know. Yeah, they I accidentally produced sweatpants. That's the law. If the inventory is off, then it's open season for shoplifting. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. I might get a, you know, the cops might knock at my door later because they, they, I'm, I'm publicly admitting to shoplifting here. You are. <laughs> and now we're going to get into a, well, an interstate situation because it's Ohio. Yeah. Uh, and you're transporting across state lines. And, we, and also, you know, what's, felony? what's the statute of limitations on stealing sweatpants from your sponsor? That's yeah, the question. It's true. I, um, I, wouldn't, so, I, wouldn't worry about, I wouldn't worry about the flip-flops. The R&D phase on flip-flops is really long, so I bet those are in the works. Yeah. I just need them to do a merger with the company Toehold that makes my flip flops. I need them to do a merger and buy, you know, an acquisition of Toehold. Move Toehold guys into the Rudis headquarters. You have a specific brand of flip flop? Oh yeah, he's got. Yeah, Toehold makes extra. all my. They make. Yeah, I'll show you. Are you a Fargo? I'll show you. They're really. I'll be sick. a Fargo. Yeah. Not till no, second half though. Okay. 
So I'm, I'm um, we had we had a voicemail about your flip flops on the mat. Um, really? Can we, can we pull that in, Tyrell? I mostly from take my flip flops. Th this was mat. about Ben. This was from back when Ben was telling when he was infecting the mats. Yes. Yeah. No, I was not. I was keeping the mats cleaner because of pee. Okay. Could we could we pull that in uh, potentially, Nico? That would be um, very timely considering the topic. Ah. Uh, well, I don't know. Tyrell from Indiana. Yeah, Tyrell from Indiana. Anyways, I, I need – Jordan Burroughs is coming out with a line on, on Rudis. I need them to make jeans so then I don't have to buy any more jeans ever. I can JB jeans. jeans also. Yeah, JB jeans. jeans. That sounds like a thing. JB jeans. Yep. There it is. It's going to be bigger than Bugle Boy. <laughs> you, you, you should just – Bugle Boy! <laughs> <laughs> it really got you. I mean, it's such a throwback. People my Let's age, it's like, you know, all our moms bought us freaking, well, at least mine. I'm surprised yes. you even do jeans, Ben. I'm surprised you just don't go uh, full Danaher and just wear, like, wrestling attire. Yeah. All the time. For those who don't know, John yeah, Danaher, a jiu-jitsu coach, just wears a rash guard. Yep. 24-7. He, he'll be eating at the nicest restaurant in Austin. Rash guard. I don't find rash guards to be comfortable. I don't really know what he's thinking. No, rash guards are not comfortable. I, they're not comfortable. Like nice T-shirt, nice and comfy. You know, like this is a rudest T-shirt, plain blue. My wife's like, "Hey, honey, you look good in that. Wear that." And you know, tonight we might we might get some. <laughs> oh boy! Wow. Is that how it works? Logos, AWA. Although maybe when I wear a tank top, then then she's really excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, then she's fired. All right. Do we have Tyrell? Can we get Tyrell on the horn? <laughs> All right, no Tyrell. So, Man. oh, freaking Tyrell! Daggone it, Tyrell! Tyrell's such a tease. All right. we'll do yeah. Tyrell tomorrow. You know what, Tyrell tomorrow? Uh, no, I, it's it's the the eh, no. JD doesn't know. This I is actually a think. Uh, sorry, here. I'm sure we'll get us back on track. I JD. I actually think jeans are relatively comfortable, and the only pair of jeans I have I bought in Austin, Texas, because the previous only pair of jeans I had tore. When I was at your, uh, who was gonna? It was a January event in maybe 2021. I was gonna be Jor oh. Jordan versus David, and then it didn't happen. It was Adeline, oh, Adeline and Tamira. Tamira, yeah, yeah. So I wore my only jeans there. Is this when you fell there. off the scooter? Because that happened in Austin. No, that was a different time. Different I ate, time. I ate it so hard; it was it was not ideal. All right, you and Spay, two elite athletes, falling, wiping out on scooters. Okay, so we had a. Um, I don't know who put this topic in here. It wasn't me. Maybe it was Tyler. Maybe it was JD. Which, uh, what storylines are we most excited for for the upcoming D1 season? And so a couple options here. And one I'm most excited about, and one that I'm getting more excited about, is what will Spencer Lee look like? Now, he's, he's been on Instagram a lot and just basically doing feats of strength on pull-up bars uh, and uh, making us all look and feel weak. Which, you know, it's obviously not testing his knee, but showing... He's uh, he's in the room. He's focused. He's uh, getting, he's finally addressing his glaring uh, issue of lack of strength, mm -hmm. especially in the grip. Very encouraging. Very encouraging to see him address that. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of the more interesting things. But honestly, for Spencer, if Vito and Glory go up to 133, man, it's it's there is so. I mean, you want to talk about a coronation? That's that's about as close as it gets to just like. To Once quit. again, assuming. He can 
Bro. do wrestling moves, which what? I realize he did without one ACL, but the the version we saw at the collegiate duels, I think probably would have won. Yes, would would win the field. Of this year, big. oh, this year, this year, yeah, yeah, yeah this year. Are, are we yeah. certain that uh, Vito and Gloria are moving up? I don't know. I don't know if I that's have, the case. I heard. I have a pretty good intel on this. I realize it's a okay. tough cut for them, but if if I'm in their corner, I I'm saying so. if if they can make it, do, do you want to go? I mean, for, for, for well, the thing is for Pat, he has been so vocal about like wanting the match and Spencer not wrestling him and all the different you know the Midlands thing. Because remember the one year, this is sort of lost, but one year Spencer inner Midlands and then forfeited out after day one semis or, or whatever. Yeah. He just did day one and left. Um, and then Patrick, you know, felt a certain kind of way about that. And then they had the the way dual debacle. Yeah, that whole weird situation. And so yeah, it's kind of like the we're, we're kind of want to see the end of that rivalry or see yeah. a conclusion there. But I've always thought Pat was really big at twenty five, but he keeps making it, um, albeit difficult uh, with difficulty, I would assume. But uh, that's really um, the thing I'm most interested in twenty five is if Glory goes down. Yeah, otherwise it may be a next topic type situation. Yeah. And maybe I, it should be anyways. The other thing at 125 that that I'm that I'm curious about, maybe less than I than I would have been a couple months ago, but Arizona State with Richie Figueroa and Brandon Courtney, like is there any any chance they shuffle that lineup? Is there any way they get Richie in? Um, they both are 125s to me and yeah. they're also good at 33, so I don't know. It's just it's it's going to be kind of weird if one of those guys is on the bench. But I that think it's like going to be Figueroa on the bench. Or you Wait, think why? On the, the bench. bench. Yeah. 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 On the yeah, bench. yeah. Yeah. I mean, he isn't a juniors. You know, I think he did fine, but it wasn't like, oh, he's he he's crazy. arrived. He's he's ready to. Brandon Courtney yeah. is established, right? And yes. Be tough to tough to by, bypass him. Uh, crazy, crazy as it is, but I think he's gonna. Richard, we'll have to. Transfer, which I don't think is in the cards. I don't think it's being considered right now. It's only one more year. Also, if you stay ready, you know, things happen. Injuries happen. McGee could go down. Uh, something happened to Courtney. You know, there's he'll have opportunity. Yes. Um, you know what I want? Tell me. What do you I want, want Spencer Lee to lift himself to 33, and then we get RBY. Oh, my God. Dayton, fine. Spencer Lee, Vito, Glory. Yeah, that would be insane. Um, it's that, not gonna happen. It'd be, but. No, why, why would you? Why would you? I mean, I said this with Dake. I was like, why would you do this? Why would you go to one sixty five? Just win one fifty seven. You're a four timer. Um, but Kyle Dake, different sort of dude. I, but I think Spencer is just a true twenty five pounder in every yeah, I think sense he is of the too. word. And why you would go up there to be a legend like Kyle Dake? He'll be a legend. He'll be a he'll be a four time champion from Iowa. Um, yes, legend already. Yeah. And dominant. Dominant, dominant. Um, hey, you know what would be fun? Because um, Spencer Lee just keeps putting up all these lifting videos. If you guys did some type of combine with these really high-level college athletes to see what they could actually do, whether, uh, you know, like pull-up contest, bench press, squat, hand clean, et cetera, et cetera, I would kind of be interested to see how – and this is my, from my own research, like – where they all end up on the spectrum because obviously some of them are different type of athletes yes i want okay ben you might know this 
What is something that can measure your grip strength, your squeezing ability? I think like uh, you know a, a towel hang, um, like time hang would no. be something because well, yeah, yeah, it good. is because you're gonna have to have you're gonna have to grip it for a long time, right? Because in a contest like that, like a minute's not gonna win. It's gonna be a couple minutes, probably minimum, type of thing. Uh, you know the, the I mean the one that I uh, I've always said someone should make a device for this, but in wrestling, um, the the ability to squeeze like this, you know, it's it's a little bit yes. like a row. Yeah, somebody did make it's an invention for that. It's called a watermelon. <laughs> They're not strong enough. Yeah, this <laughs> like this. You know, this one, it's kind of like a row, but it's not because you're also kind of flexing in your biceps. Like, yeah. I actually thought of some type of um, like inflation device where like you can set it to a certain amount of psi or something, and you can squeeze it, you know, and then let it out. Um, we used to have this, I, I, Max, it's actually at Max's place right now, but I used to have this 100 pound, like, I don't know if you've seen those really heavy, like, sand balls. It was yes. like, it's like, they're yellow. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, uh, my, my strength and conditioning coach would make me squeeze that and then do, do things like do, uh, step ups or lunges or something like that, you know, some squeezing while I'm doing, uh, another exercise potentially. Like that one, those are always really hard. So yeah, that would be interesting to see how hard they could squeeze something like that. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, yeah. So then we could also yell, squeeze yeah, the entire yeah. time. And it's not yeah. just being that kind of a wrestling coach, um, which is good. Okay. Yeah. The other one that, uh, and this is kind of, it is kind of like a deadlift, um, but just to, and I, I can't do this on camera, but lower back strength is like, from from your knees um having your knees on the ground and you could even like uh velcro them in but doing like a lower back lift from there they don't actually have a machine for it but something you know it'd be similar to a deadlift because there's so many positions in wrestling whether it's pulling in a leg on bottom getting back pressure right where you're using your your hips to and lower back to get strong with your upper back and and secure the position yeah you know what I'm yeah, saying? It'd be, it'd be interesting to make a wrestling specific sort of strength combine. Who's like the actual wrestling strong, strongest yeah, wrestler? It'll be, it'll be fascinating. Yes. Okay. Um, other storylines that we're more, we're, we're most excited about. Um, what? Oh, Keith Gothard's Keith. comment in the chat. Oh, and then your guys, you guys both commented on it. Oh, yeah. He says his son wants to lift for, for, the Dark Lord. He wants to. He wants to. His mission is to have a 666 pound deadlift. Oh, and I say, how demented? I said for Satan, and then JD says, and the devil laughs. Uh, <laughs> they might be, they might I mean, my goodness, Satan. what is what is going on? What's here? next? What? He's gonna crush a Monster Energy drink at the end. That's right. Oh yeah, uh, don't get me started. Bottoms up. <laughs> those are those are the devil as uh, well. The devil's work. So 65 for me is probably. Dude most exciting oh yeah that's gonna be keegan fun. Carr, griffith hamidi karchla that's just insane and i love all those guys are so fun to watch does facundo have a chance with any one of those guys no <laughs> that was fast all right maybe faster than i should have said it monday you didn't, you didn't oh, yeah. put monday up there either and monday watch he's gonna beat one he's, he's, he'll pick he's off hamidi or something i i okay there's no evidence currently. Well, 
Facundo has beaten Hamidi. Yes. It was freestyle. Yes. But Hamidi got zero takedowns over the course of six minutes. So... And when was but this yeah, match? I, I, don't, I don't see it happening. That was... Juniors? Uh, Juniors 2021. Yeah. So only I, a year ago. I dare say uh, young DJ has made some strides. Since well, that, that was time. one of those he where has... it's like, how did he get that much better that fast? Because, you know, he 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 lost to... He lost to Facundo and Caliendo, I believe, at that. And Caliendo was good, obviously, but yep. he lost to both of them. And so you oh. thought, okay, you know, Humidi's good, but he's not that good. And then he came out and had, you know, a really great NCAAs. And you're out, you, so I'm obviously saying, okay, he's better at folk style than he is at freestyle. That's pretty evident to me because of the, the style that he wrestles. Uh, but the jump he made was still really impressive. So it'd be interesting to see if he can keep that momentum going yeah. this year. I would say if if you are looking for who Facundo could make it most interesting with, I say Karchla because of his he's a Stand kind of a one one cold. takedown kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that can, that's a yep. dangerous game. Hamidi just his uh, I, it would have to be something where he so overly aggressive gives up a takedown and gives up a lot of riding time or something like that. Which I don't. There know. is one thing that I think a lot of people are going to catch on to this year, Christian. That he that he does that I had never seen before, and then we had actually wrestled his club team. They're called like Callan or something like that. We wrestled them at a Illinois dual tournament this spring, mm -hmm. and they were all doing the thing that Hamidi does. And I don't know if they're if they coach that or if they're doing it because they saw him do it. I'm not. I don't know the answer to that. But where they go like shoulder post ankle pick, you know what I'm saying? He like yes. comes in hard there and then goes and he, he kind of knocks him back and then grabs the ankle. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure now after he's done it for a year, and I I don't, I don't know how the series flows. I've never seen anyone teach the series, but people are going to be more ready for that than they were this year. Yeah. Does that well, make sense or no? It does. It does make sense, and it is not a common setup for a takedown. Yeah. But I feel like. Dean has so many freaking attacks, yes, different he attacks. He's, and he mm -hmm. attacked both sides, and he's really aggressive. So, um, yeah. Listen, this this Jared Brooks guy in the chat, he really – he's going on the honey he, – he is looking for our advice. And a marriage could be hanging in the balance here oh, because baby. he wants to know what he should uh, – you know, some activities to do other than the obvious activity for his honeymoon at the Wisconsin Dells. Um to Don't go on a I mean, listen, this is a place for children. This is not a place to get romantic <laughs> with your wife. Yeah. This is, unless your wife just loves and she really gets going when she's on water slides. She likes, if she likes water slides a lot, this is a good place. But um, maybe not. But this is yeah. where they're going, Ben. So we have to, I would, you know what, get a. I would find like a secluded cabin somewhere. Jared, that's Probably. what I was going to say. It is kind of beautiful nature out there. Um, beautiful nature. You know, you, know, if you know you're going to get good service at the Culver's. <laughs> oh, yeah. You go to the Culver's there, you get, oh, the butter burgers are so good, and you get the crinkle-cut fries. I'd, I'd order a cheese curd, maybe a large one. Oh, get a big one. Well, yeah, I, I get a big one, but I can't walk the rest love, of the day. Oh, uh, I freaking I love your guys' uh, Wisconsin accent. They, they make yeah, we go there. So well, well, you know, you just, a little bit of time, and it, it just rubs right off. But good luck to good luck to Jared. Hope he has a good honeymoon. It's an anniversary honeymoon. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> those are those are two separate. Yeah, things. those are different for me. Uh, but have a good trip. <laughs> I like the Dells. You know, I like the Dells. Would it be my first choice to to bring 
For a honeymoon? Lady. No, no way, bro. No way. All right, this, this is like your hundredth choice. Are you kidding me? Hundredth? Hundredth? It's not even close. There's a, a thousand other places. Maybe a thousand. I don't know. One thousand. Well, listen, like, Ben. Any, maybe she any really nice likes water slides. In America? Yeah. No, listen. This is a place to take your small children. Not too small, right? Because they can't swim. But yeah. we're saying like, ages, <laughs> I don't know, six to 15 before they yep. get teen, you know, to be oh, too old and they don't want to hang out with you. Somewhere in that range, they can enjoy some go-karts, some mini golfing, some water slides, these type of fun family activities. Great place, right? Awesome. To be romantic with your wife. Listen, I, I'm, I've been married 12 years. It's been pretty successful so far. So I don't know if I'm in the position to give marriage advice. Listen, if you want to get romantic with you ain't taking her to the Dells because you hang out with a bunch of uh, um, one-star people and uh, <laughs> small children. One-star people? Listen, this is I, – I, it, it's very common that Ben just comes off as an absolute elitist celebrity. But here today is – this show is the creme de la creme. He's like, oh, I see, I see pants. I take them because they're mine and I want them. And now here, uh, the, the people of the Dells are one-star. You know, that just doesn't sit well with me. You know, have you me ever, and Maureen, we we're we're quality people. Have you I ever says, uh, Daytona or Dells? Oh my God, <laughs> those are the two oh, options. Don't you think you get a beach and you're gonna see your wife in some uh, nice outfit on the beach and oh, you know, get a little excited? Yeah. You know, have you been to Daytona, Ben? <laughs> oh, I've never been there. It's a, there's a beach. It's in a, there. I'm right. There's a beach there, isn't there? Yes. Yes. There's a, there's a beach okay. in Daytona Beach. Um, right. <laughs> I, so I would say, Ben. I mean, you're. But, and you're first of all, you're saying, oh, there's a thousand better places. There's a thousand. Listen, not everyone yeah. can get to these one thousand places, Bitcoin Ben. Even though it's on on the down downturn, we we still know. We heard about your closet. We we understand what you, <laughs> you got um, a lot of stuff no, going for, for real, you. Yeah, plus Greg, I mean, if Greg Warren, you guys know Greg Warren, the comedian. He's got this bit on one star people. It's really yeah. tremendous. I recommend it. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, but Ben, Unbelievable. I mean, I, I feel like we just learned earlier in this show that that if you want to get romantic with your wife, all you need is your blue T-shirt or your tank top. So I, that yeah, seems like true. Wisconsin Dells right down the middle. This is this is exactly. No, you know, I just stay the home. I I just stay home. You just just stay. Stay. <laughs> oh wow. Send the kids somewhere else. Wow. Rating rating the Wisconsin oh. Dells behind your personal residence is just yeah. That's, hey, that's the I, ultimate flex. What a slap in the face. That's, oh yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just he's a he's a rude oh, gust that one, Ben. Oh my god, you guys, you guys are a piece of work. Hey, I'm watching this Facundo Humidi match. <laughs> Humidi did get a takedown, and guess what the takedown was? Oh, the little he post ankle, old shoulder touch ankle. Yeah. Wow. So I, I I mistaken. I said he did not get a takedown. He did get a takedown. I guess if we're allowed to talk about 165 again, uh, what about Peyton Hall and Demetrius Romero in this mix? That's you were yeah, like forty percent. Yeah, yeah, Demetrius Romero. Yes. Okay, let me know Not when Demetrius he wrestles. Romero. Peyton Hall, though. Peyton Hall, though. Yeah. He's fun. You, you, you can't put Peyton Hall and Demetrius Romero in the same sentence yeah. at this point. Uh, I, that guy. I would like to believe he's going to be healthy, and then I would like to see. Why him. would you believe that? I said I would, I would yeah. like to. I would yeah. like to. Okay. I would like to believe I'll get on the Olympic team while we're <laughs> while we're just this guy. This, like oh Demetrius. God, you're a year in college. He was in college and. But Boise State. He was no, Boise multiple State. Multiple years. Maybe multiple years. Multiple years at Boise State. Maybe Gio Martinez comes back. I don't know. Demetri Demetrius Romero graduated high school the same year as me. Guys, he's in his eighth year of college. What are we doing here? Devon Meechus is telling him it's time. <laughs> no, let him. No, come on. Listen, let, I'm all for it. I'm all to take as much eligibility in. as you can. But I'm, I'm not. He can do that, and I hope he. Do, I hope he wrestles awesome. 
But I'm not putting him in the Peyton Hall category All for right, fine. a while. Leave him out. I what still, do you do I still want to see him. Of college though, is because I know this is only the second person that's ever done it that we know of. Who's a wrestler? Obviously. What are you doing with eight years of college? What I mean, literally, what are you doing? You're getting a you prolong out your masters. Maybe and, you I mean, work towards a doctorate. I don't know. Michich at least had like Olympic years, and in Olympic years you cannot attend college classes or a minimum amount. Uh, or there, you know, there's a, there's a maximum amount of college classes you can attend. Romero has had no Olympic red shirts. That means he's actually been in college class. I mean, this dude better have a doctorate. Yeah. Dan Seifring says he's going 74, so we're not going to get to see it anyway. Darn it. So forget about it. But Peyton Hall, where is he Where is he fit in this mix? Dude, he could, he could beat some of these guys. Well, you see his match with him, he is He's super good. I mean, he's gave, he gave Keegan some really competitive matches. That's because they're, they're both uh, mixed it up, well, guys. Well, well, let's not, let's, not get, let's not get too extreme there. Their first one was a 13-4 major decision, and their second one the was – The second one. 13-7, he got a takedown. Seven and, points uh, is, is not an insignificant amount of, of points. Well, let's just say I, I, do, I don't think it'll be that close next time. And, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, leave it at that then. All right. Um, I choose to – He's good. I'm a, I'm a Dean Hall fan. I like yeah. him. I don't, I don't think he's – I think Carr would be a bad matchup for him. I think Griffith. Griffith would be interesting. Hamidi, yeah. he and Hamidi had a really competitive match. But he's probably, you know – in that second tier for for 165 um yes um of note just thinking about david carr moving up kevin dresser confirmed dresser, um dresser. in a stalemates <laughs> interview this past weekend casey sadurski is going to be a go at 141 Ooh, oh my God. Oh, unless right. something goes off course but the plan is he's going to be a go at 141 what about ian parker how does he factor in uh, well, Ian Parker is now a coach. I thought he was no. done. Yeah, he's coaching it like that army. Point. He has to be done. Coaches at other schools are still on the table. We know that. That's <laughs> the thing. You want to rule it out. You want to rule it out. Episode. Let me know second semester where, where Ian Parker is. Because that guy, I think, he, could point, later. I think he has to wrestle 141 for Iowa State moving forward. It's like... It's like you know when the when the programs just named the head coach a certain mm-hmm. thing. It's like I think he's just the the one forty one spot is just Ian Parker's moving forward. He's been sentenced to one hundred forty one for life. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, this this was fun. Um, let's get to some questions. <laughs> well, hold on. Where's oh. I, the, the, so sixty five is the most one fun weight class. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping storylines develop in a few others because I'm not that excited about some of these other ones. But 197 yes. is also yeah was fun last year, should be fun again this year. Yes, AJ, AJ Ferrari. I don't know why I emphasize the J. <laughs> AJ. AJ. Maybe <laughs> I'll call him that now. Just a little, just a little change up there. You know, who knows who what syllables you emphasize. But how healthy is this guy going to be? Uh, Max Dean going to have another year under his belt at 197, a weight where. You know, up until probably last summer, he probably didn't know he was going to go 197. And so he'll be maybe a little bit bigger, maybe not, but theoretically better. Everyone knows he's the guy to beat one at 197, AJ and Max, potential showdown. I'm not ruling Max Dean out. No, yeah. especially not until we see AJ back. Even that yeah. ver- the, be- the best version of AJ we've seen, I 
I'm not ruling Max Dean out in that matchup because. Well, been, and are we getting the best version? I mean, he's been out for how long now? Um, yep. Who knows? And then, uh, I mean, there's other guys. I think Younger's interesting. I think uh, Stephen Buchanan. Plus another year of training folk style for him. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of these guys I think can make it interesting. I think Penn State is is dueling Lehigh at Lehigh, and and so Michael De Michael Beard, oh, Max Dean, be like fun. just Ooh, with that drama. I, I forgot about I, that. I think you got to lean Max Dean, but man, who doesn't want to watch that match? We need the uh, AJ Ferrari Bastida rematch. That's right. They, oh they got gosh. they got beef. Remember the That's old right. yeah. thigh pry. Yeah, the old thigh pry. <laughs> One on two. Uh, that was so funny. That was why AJ Ferrari got mad at me, but. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't advise you to grab his junk. You didn't do that. <laughs> well, it's not. It was on camera. The whole world saw it. <laughs> it was the most. Now, well, I was dying laughing, guys. That was that was so freaking funny. Yeah, you lost your mind. I remember that. Oh my god, it was the funniest thing. Cause like, I mean, listen, I'm sure it's happened other times. I'm sure of that. Never ever have I seen on camera another man grab another man's junk like that. Ever. I mean, never seen it. Basita literally stopped wrestling and pointed at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where to go. Uh, I mean, it was like a comedy skit. Somebody, yeah. somebody <laughs> sent send that clip to me. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe you uh, lost it, JD. I know. Um, Should have. Yeah, one ninety seven might be one of the more fun weights. It was really fun last year. We haven't even said Jacob Warner's name. He was in the finals last year. Buchanan's obviously awesome. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a really good weight, and I'd, I'd, you know, you could say that the Dean and Ferrari are probably the class of the weight, but I, I think similar to last year, one ninety seven, it's like it's yeah. the margins are Deep. pretty pretty narrow. Um, mm -hmm. Although at the end of the, I, yeah, right now I, if okay, how about this? If you have to set a line right now, you're Las Vegas. Who are you making the favorite right now at 197? Are you are you Ferrari? Ferrari still? Yes. Yeah. Sight unseen. He's the Vegas odds on favorite. Yeah. If you're if you're Vegas, yeah. If you're an actuary, you know, plotting out like risk factors yeah, and stuff. Actuary. actuary. Then you're like <laughs> an actuary. <laughs> yes. An like actuary. if you if you're factoring in like all things that could happen that would take him out of the competition, not just the matches. Then I think it's it's a tougher sell. But, but that's what you are. I that's, mean, that's it, what Vegas is. I don't know. Oh I, they call it the the actuary of the desert. <laughs> but Vegas has the has the benefit of like yeah, they can change it all. Most the time. people right. would put their money on Ferrari. Yeah, if it's even odds, meaning yeah. that's why you said it that because it's not. I don't know. Yeah, there's just so happening. many on, variables. I don't know. If you're trying America to figure out, are we, saying, are we saying you got to bet today because we don't know if he's gonna like. Remember, you know. Vegas does it based off of like who would put their money where, not necessarily. I here's what I think. I think if you make AJ Ferrari uh, a favorite, I think people would hammer the the field. Well, you don't no. make Max oh. Dean plus money. No, you it, don't yeah, make. It's, he's a very slight favorite. Max field? Dean is still negative money. Okay. But the entire field is not going to be a bet either. It's going to be Ferrari and then. Of this course, guy hammer the field guy, if it's Ferrari guy, field. Yeah. yeah. It's Ferrari versus every single other person. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people's. Okay. And especially if it's, if it's today, because if it's today, we get to bet today, then there's a chance he gets um, injured or, or ineligible or who knows, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen if we do it today. And then obviously if he's out of the field, you win because you have every other person. Yeah. Well, a lot of times entry voids a bet, but. Well. 
in an individual sport. That's part yeah, of it. He's, he's right. He's fighting. But, yeah, I mean, well, you know, if you were betting today on a champion, um, I think there would be something where it said injury doesn't void the bet. But, yeah, I mean, he's right. Like, on a fight day or something, if there's injury and the fight's called off, you get your money back. Mm. Do you get your money back if the fight's called off for a reason other than injury? I think yes. If the, okay. fight, if the fight does not take place, if both combatants do not step in the cage, the money is returned. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, this uh, Hamidi Facundo match, I, I continued to watch it oh, after we, go. we got distracted by the honeymoon. Um, <laughs> dude, Hamidi was in one time, and they were in a really, really crazy scramble. Um, and then they were he was in it a second time, and he got to like a quad pod position. And he was not able to break Facundo down, but obviously um, that would have been a takedown of folk style. Okay, gotcha. So. So folk style, maybe you know. I, well, I mean, you're obviously saying Mitty is the favorite. Um, Are you not? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, he, he's a favorite. Okay, for sure. Yeah. I hope I'm not. On but given the there. fact that Pacundo's won previous matches, um, yeah. you know, obviously some people may say that's not the case. Yes. Yes. Um, I, sorry to circle back to the Dells, but Larry Jensen is suggesting oh the God. edge of Dells adult campground. Is is there a thing called an adult oh, campground? Listen, I'm not listen, Google on that. I'm not I Google. Just, do not I Google just, that. I just, I just told you about one star people in the Dells, and you're going to want to go to an adult campground. You um, you I think this guy's just Jesus. suggesting it. You for... might need to go see Jesus. <laughs> well, I would. I th yeah, that's great advice. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know. But Bray's more of a camper. I guess you camp some. Then these you three are campers. I would never. Camp. Uh, I'm not that <laughs> horrible. I'm a little terrible. Little what a horrible idea. They're missing out. Uh, you, you don't like being in nature. No, I do. I love being in nature. And then at the end of the day, I go take I'm a nice Google shower. It cause and I'm gonna Google it. I'm not scared, Christian. I'm, I'm gonna tell you about it. I, oh yeah. Well, you're not on a flow issued computer. Twenty-one and older campground located at the edge of Wisconsin Dells. Probably that, for liquor license purposes, I'm hoping. But. That sounds like Swinger City to me. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. This is where they do wife swap. It's not good. Not good. Oh, my God. Don't go to this place. They probably Larry Jensen says Google it. Well, man. <laughs> Be careful. He's a, go, he's pull a, up an incognito browser for that one. Yeah. Th that Google I, will never I know. looked at TripAdvisor. I went to a bachelor party weekend and was blown away uh -oh. by the awesome <laughs> service. Oh, I bet he was. <laughs> <laughs> the fish fry was good. And then oh. the Bloody Mary bar. Oh, yeah, you get a good walleye there. <laughs> it's a nice white fish. Man, it seems oh like a place goodness. you run into a couple cotton farmers. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know. Bray, Bray is referring to a time where at the Southern Scuffle, we were uh, basically propositioned by some, some uh, a family of cotton farmers. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a weird uh, a weirder night. We, did, uh, we didn't take them up on any... I'll just put out those vibes. Sorry. <laughs> we, put out, we put out down to swap vibes. Uh, we're not. Not open to that. But then in a, in a moment of confusion, it probably confused the cotton farmers that David Bray would later run naked through the streets of Chattanooga afterwards. That was a solo activity, though. That was a solo. Yeah, that was a solo mission. Okay. Um. I don't know what there's, to even... there's some very on TripAdvisor. There's some kind of funny reviews here. <laughs> Read one. Oh, uh, let's see. There's another, uh, hmm, I why? Hold it, 
Yeah, I, I didn't have a funny one right now. I'll, okay. I'll find a funny one and then, uh, we'll go there. Um, okay. Who do you guys predict? This place, Ed, Ed, EOD is what, so I think EOD is end of day, but it's Edge of Dells. Yeah. It, it has never it has never disappointed Gina Z from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, she Her crew of 13 it. plus will always be back. See? Oh, yeah, we bring the whole, Gina brings the whole crew out there. 13 plus, man. Uh, that's nice. a party. It's that's nice. a party. <laughs> it's nice not having the little tykes running around. All right. Uh, All right, here's a good one. This was by far the worst campground I have ever been to in my entire life. The Memorial Weekend after weather was not just up, but the idea of what this place was and not following through was the facility's fault. What type of campground has a midnight quiet time when there is a strip club 200 yards away, a bar on site, and the bouncers at the strip club are the same guys running the campgrounds? <laughs> I may need to visit this place. You know, you might, you might have swung me. They're asking great questions. I would like the answers as well. It's like, yeah, this is a... Well, that is... Mid midnight is a pretty early for an adult. Larry oh. Jetson says the strip club is called Chubby's. No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> that's a famous... That's a famous... Uh, These no, are there's, cheese. There's Billboard Denver called Cruising Chubby's. I've never been there, but I think Josh Wagner has. Oh, Josh <laughs> Wagner. <laughs> Chubbies, these are oh, some uh, cheese-fed gals there. Much fun these on, are uh, some sturdy ladies. I don't think that's what they're referring to. <laughs> oh, oh, I well, I just figured. You know, I've never been to one of those, but my goodness, now my stomach's uh. it's getting nervous thinking about cheese. <laughs> you know how my belly gets. Can we move on, or should we not, or should we just quit? the EOD will the the do the things show. with cheese you've never heard of? Oh wow! Well, you know I'm we can call that. I didn't know the guys running the strip club were the same guys running the campground. And how are they at both places at one time? Is no one else wondering this? I don't know. That sounds like it sounds like a decent business to be in. Adult. <laughs> well, they're symbiotic. I would. You can say. hand out coupons at the at the campground. You hand out yes. hand out coupons to the strip club. Yeah, you don't go to the you don't go to the slides and start handing out chubby's coops. But if you're at the adult adult uh, campground, then um. You know, maybe I think so. that's that's why they have that they, they enforce enforce the noise curfew after midnight. You want to be loud, you got to go over to Chubby's. That's your yeah. Oh, that, good. Oh, good, wow. Good decision right there. It's a great idea. Monopolized noise. Yeah. <laughs> I almost made a joke. I'm not going to. <laughs> um. All right, we're gonna go. Nine thirty-three. Hey, before hey. we before we go, we got the Tyler from Indiana voicemail. Ready to oh, go. Yeah. I think that is Tyrell, off, not Tyler. Or yeah, Tyrell. With how off the rails Tyrell. this last five minutes has gone, I think it's a good one to end on. Ben actually okay. might not appreciate, but David Bray, CP, and all fans of I think you should leave. Ooh, let's go, let's go Tyrell. Definitely will. Okay, got it. Leave. What is that? Let's play it. Tyrell. Hey, the this is Tyrell from Indiana. I just wanted to let you know that. On Ben Sandals, it's got nothing to do with piss. And if you go to the site, calicosandals.com, right now we can prove it. That's got nothing to do with piss. Those sandals came like that. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. I know. What am I missing? You've got to watch I Think You Should Leave, and then you would definitely get it. 
If you don't watch, if you watch, I think you should leave. You're definitely laughing right now. If you don't, you don't understand it at all. And that's on you. I because have no idea. This show has been telling you to watch this show since like 2019. Basically the funniest show ever. And there's a skit on it about this guy that wears pants that has peace. That, never mind. Like the, <laughs> it's too long. It's actually the longest skit. And I think you should leave. But um, Watch yeah. I Think You Should Leave if you're into that sort of thing. If you're into, if you're into laughing, um, would definitely recommend it. Um, and with that, we're going to go. <laughs> we did the show. We'll be back tomorrow. No show Thursday. No show Thursday. Oh, no one's here. I'm not it's, showing up. No one else is either. It's a no show job. No show job. No show job. Uh, in honor of the fallen Tony Sirico, Polly Galtieri, right, rest man. in peace to a true legend. I mean that sincerely. Give, give, give someone one of these right here and say, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Shane Sparks is coming on. Uh-oh. We'll be all right. See it. Keith Gothard says, great, average, okay show. Well, thanks a lot, Keith. With friends like you, who needs enemies? See you guys. Bye.